Thank you for tuning in to the Limitless Experience with Eric. All this shit is over. Keep thinking you're fucking smarter than me. Don't ever make that mistake again, son. And he probably will because he's Tariq and he's an idiot. Episode 7, titled Like Father, Like Son, begins with that thrilling intensity. I'll put it right up there with the scene with Paz crying in Ghost's arms after Angela died in the hospital. Now, at no point did I actually think that James would pull the trigger and kill his own son. He's not Kanan, but the warning was necessary. Tariq is a spoiled brat that got corrupted by Kanan. Kanan took Sean from him and introduced him into the street life and the drug game. James St. Patrick never wanted Tariq to see Ghost, and he wouldn't have if it wasn't for Kanan. Tariq had everything a kid could ask for and should not be in his game at all. Now, yes, he matured in the game since the home invasion went left and he took off like Emma Smith, but this is still not the life for him. And Ghost knows that, which is why he went so hard at Tariq to try to shake it out of him. James was wrong about one thing, though. Tariq was fully aware that Tommy was not actually coming for his father and was coming to handle something else. Rest in peace, Joe Proctor. Another thing about Power is they do a lot of homages to other movies. So when Ghost said, I don't know what happened, Mr. Officer. Quite frankly, my son just was never the same after his sister died. He got expelled from school. He was under the pressure of the police. I don't know how he got a gun. I guess he just didn't feel like his life was worth living anymore. I failed him as a father. The first thing that came to my mind was training day when Denzel Washington's character said, Angeles Police Department narcotics officer was killed today, serving a high-risk warrant in Echo Park. Give me the bitch. LAPD spokesperson said the officer is survived by his wife and infant child. Shit gets deeper. You get the picture. So to the writers, if that was done purposely, I see you. Ultimately, Ghost just wants Tariq to leave this life alone, so he takes him back to the penthouse for two reasons. One, to get whatever remaining stash he had from the work that he was selling, and two, to let him see the unnecessary damage that Tommy did to the penthouse just to kill Proctor. It was way over the top, way unnecessary, and Tariq saw all of that damage, knowing that Tommy did this, knowing that Tommy also attempted to kill his father, knowing that Tommy killed Angela, he still refers to Tommy as Uncle Tommy. Ghost should have at least pistol whipped him one good time. That would have put Tariq on notice for real. But instead, he kind of went soft on him and he told him just stay away from Tommy and stay away from these drugs. James really wants the best for Tariq, so he's trying to get him on the right track. He failed as a husband, but he's trying to succeed as a father. Tasha, on the other hand, failed as a mother and gets an incomplete as a wife. Speaking of their parenting skills, Tariq overhears James and Tasha discussing his behavior and how to deal with him. James really wants to get him on the right track. Tasha has completely given up and accepted the fact that Tariq is what he is. Tariq gets a fly on the wall, full perspective of the vision his father has for him, which is to get him through high school, get him in and through college, out of the streets, away from Tommy, and onto a respectable, legitimate life. And this fool still wants to choose the streets. His uncle Tommy is torn, and Keisha's trying to put him back together and get him on one side of the fence. She's trying to disconnect Tommy from the St. Patrick's altogether. Tommy has been around Tasha and Ghost since they were children, but now there's bad blood. Tommy already dubbed Ghost on his own. Keisha convinced him to stay away from Tasha. The last person left is Tariq, and Tommy still got love for his godson. Keisha is very fearful of Ghost, and she proclaimed that she'd kill Ghost herself if she has to. 
Now, I wonder at any point if she'll ever find out what happened to the last girlfriend of Tommy's that wanted to kill Ghost. But there is a slight difference, and that is Tommy protected Ghost from Holly, but now he's protecting Keisha from Ghost. He gave Keisha a gun to help her settle her nerves and to protect herself and sent her to the warehouse to check inventory. When she gets to the warehouse, Tommy's soldiers are already there and there's a shortage in the work. And because he found it, Keisha blames it on 2-Bit. Now we all know that 2-Bit didn't do it and it was in fact Tariq. But Keisha doesn't. So she threatens to let Tommy know that 2-Bit is still in his work. 2-Bit mindful of what happened to Pancho, grabs Keisha by the arm and says, don't do that. Bad move on his part. He should have never put his hands on Lakeisha. It can only be bad for him once Tommy finds out. So Keisha goes back to the crib and she texts Tommy to tell him about the exchange between her and 2-Bit when she hears a knock at the door. This might be the first time somebody knocked at the door and Keisha didn't start panicking. But that's because she got the slammer on her now. So she goes to the door and it's Tariq. And all he wants to do is see Uncle Tommy one last time to say goodbye to him. But Keisha hates Tariq just about as much as we all do. So she told him to kick rocks. She don't care what he got to say. Tariq's simple-minded self asks Keisha if Tommy was in Brooklyn. And that's all Keisha needed to hear. She quickly put two and two together and concluded that it was Tariq that actually stole from the pro... What the... I'm Floyd Mayweather. She quickly put two and two together and concluded that it was Tariq that went in the warehouse and stole some pills from the supply. Now Keisha has a valid reason for why Tommy should leave Tariq alone forever. More coming up after the break. I want to send a big thank you to all of my listeners. I appreciate all of the support and thank you for the listens. Please do me a big favor and tell your friends and family about my podcast as well. The Limitless Experience with Eric is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So once again, please spread the word and tell your friends and family about the Limitless Experience with Eric. I definitely appreciate it. Thank you so much. Welcome back. Now when Tommy came home, Keisha told him about Tariq and 2-Bit. And Tommy is heated about the 2-Bit situation where he wasn't trying to hear that Tariq stole from him. He couldn't believe that his godson would do something like that. So he met up with Tariq to find out if he did it face to face. Now of course Tariq lied at first, but Tommy pressed him some more and then Tariq fessed up and admitted to it. Then Tommy went full Shug Knight and held him over the roof. Tariq was scared for his life. He was probably more fearful at that moment of Tommy than he was when his father had a gun pointed at his head. Now Power is a very symmetrical show. A lot of times Ghost and Tommy's experiences will marry each other. Ghost shoots up Tommy's beautiful car. Tommy shoots up Ghost's beautiful penthouse. Ghost is the reason that Holly is dead. Tommy is the reason that Angela is dead. So it's only right that they both threaten Tariq's life in the same episode. I know it's a little bit early in the last season for this, but if this scene was a little bit farther down the line, it would have been better if out of fear, Tariq just grabbed Tommy off the roof and they both fell off the roof together. That would have definitely threw everybody for a loop. This is the last of Tariq and Tommy being friends, though. Tommy said it himself. You just as low down and grimy as your old man. Ghost was right. You lied to me. You stole from me. I can't trust you. I guess we ain't family no more. Tariq needed to sit his behind down. His sister already got killed because of him. He severed his relationship with his uncle. He was an accomplice to a murder with that uncle. He already caught a body when he killed Ray Ray. 
Vincent might still be looking for him for putting baby aspirins in his work. And his mother and father's being watched by the feds. And he just got kicked out of choke. But will any of that make him sit down? Nope. What does he do? Go right to Dre. And blackmails him into giving him a pack to sell so he could jump right back into the streets. His finesse game is just like his father's. Andre's an informer for Sachs, but Sachs is in hot water because U.S. Attorney Warner is on to his antics, so he asks Rodriguez to help look into why everybody keeps turning up dead around Sachs. Warner thinks that Sachs might be an inside man for the St. Patrick's. And given the way that this show is going and how the entire task force, with the exception of Sachs, is all dead, I would not be surprised if Sachs was on the payroll. Sergeant Rodriguez goes to Proctor's daughter, Elisa Marie's school, to ask her some questions. She gets just enough information from her to find out what she needs to know, and she uncovers that Sachs used an unauthorized bug to place on a minor and withheld information about Proctor allowing his ex-wife to overdose. So he's been suspended immediately and will probably be brought up on charges. Life comes at you fast for Sachs. Now Derek, assistant to Councilman Tate, found out that his wife is not loyal and threatened to use that information to expose Councilman Tate and ruin his run for governor. Now, Councilman Old Dog already gave you a two-piece with no biscuit for allowing the heckler to come into the press conference. He'll probably do way worse than this to you if you try to ruin his run for governor. But some people just don't learn. Councilman Tate is also a finesse, so he asks his ghost to keep Derek silent. We all know what that means. So in return, Ghost said, just put in the good word from my son at Callister Prep. They both agree, the deal is done. Dre gets his daughter back, Sax is out of his head, now he can get back to these streets. Councilman Tay kept true to his word and made sure that Tariq got accepted into Callister Prep. Ghost, on the other hand, did not take care of Derek, and I figured he wouldn't. Ghost hasn't killed anybody all season, and I doubt his first kill is going to be Councilman Tate's assistant. I'll get to that in predictions. But now that Tariq has a fresh start in a brand new school, Hopefully he won't mess that up, especially with the reference from a soon-to-be governor. I'll get to that in predictions. Ghost rolls up on Scary Keisha in an attempt to pay her off to kick rocks, the same way he tried to pay off Holly to kick rocks. And just like Holly, Keisha declined. I'm going to come back to that for predictions. Now to Tommy and 2-Bit. After 2-Bit put his hands on Keisha, he was in Tommy's crosshairs. Tommy didn't fight him, though. He didn't kill him. He didn't do nothing. He let him off easy. He told 2-Bit and Spanky to kick rocks and never come back to his organization and find a new distro. When Tommy was panning, he must have been panning very well because 2-Bit and Spanky not giving up just yet. They want to come up with a plan to get back on Tommy's good side. So they come up with three plans. I call them the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good plan was to get Dre and bring him back to Tommy so Tommy could clap him. The bad plan was to try to kill Ghost. The ugly plan was to have Spanky's manage run up on Keisha to put the fear of God in her so she could get up out of town and to lie and tell Keisha he was sent by a ghost. But the ugly plan backfired and now Spanky man's mozzie is sleeping with the fishes. Keisha got her first kill. Keisha caught a body already and Tasha hasn't even killed anybody yet. Big man mozzie did slash Keisha arms before she popped him. When Tommy finds out the real story, if he does find out the real story, it's gonna be hell to pay. Dre was finally about to get his big wish. He was about to meet with Jason to connect when he got gun butted in the back of his head and thrown in the back of a trunk. They were just about to kill him until they saw he was wearing an ankle monitor, which saved his life. Because if they did kill him, the ankle monitor would have led them right to the warehouse, and they don't need that. 
so they just tied them up with some zip ties until they could find a way to dispose of them. Unfortunately, they left them under the watch of the most gullible, softest goon ever in Black Grimm. This is the second time Dre has done this. We need to change his name to Harry Houdini because this is the second time he somehow broke away, got somebody else's gun, and killed them with it and walked off clean without a scratch. Rest in peace, Black Grimm. Now, as I said before, Jason has got to go. He's barking orders at Tommy and Ghost again as if he's their pops. You are a connect. You are not their father. But it's looking like his time is coming because Ghost and Tommy said that they'll call a timeout for this nonsense that's going on between them. And they have finally got to come up with a plan to get Jason up out of here. So I'm ready to see that. But the most unbelievable thing that happened in this episode is Tasha St. Patrick, the most horrible mother of all time. She actually told Tariq that she's going to help him become the man that Ghost didn't become or couldn't become. And she's going to make him the best drug dealer ever. The same way she wanted Ghost to be the best drug dealer ever. She's going to teach Tariq how to become a drug dealer. I do not like this at all. And now we're going to get into my new segment called Ain't No Way. And if you didn't hear last week, so you're not familiar with it, Ain't No Way is where something happens and it can only happen in the world of power and there's no possibility of it happening in the actual real world. For example, Ain't No Way, Tommy gonna shoot up a penthouse in Tribeca, New York and get away with it without running into no cops. Nobody called the cops. Nobody did anything, and he went through the service door, and there was no com no cameras nowhere. Ain't no way that's happening. So that's what this segment is. Something that can only happen in the world of power. Episode 7, Ain't No Way Moments. For me, war. Tommy letting too big go after putting hands on his girl. You don't put your hands on somebody, girl, and get to walk. Ain't no way in the real world. Big homie is letting a little homie. He ain't even a little homie because they already didn't see eye to eye. They already was bumping heads. So it's no way too bitter still be breathing. If he put his hands on the distro's girl, he would have got Charlie. They would have put him in the trunk, shot a bunch of holes in them, and then drove the car into the river somewhere. And nobody would have ever mentioned the two or a bit ever again. Next ain't no way moment. Ain't no way Tariq would have still been breathing after telling Dre, yo, give me your drugs now. And if you don't, I'll tell Tommy that you're still alive and then he'll kill you. That would have been his last words. He would have been killed right there. Don't nobody know that Dre and Tariq is speaking to each other. It would have been perfect. Pop him, dump him in the river. No worries. Give me a pack or I'll tell Tommy. Are you kidding me? Boy, you would have been swimming with the fishes so fast. You would have been Aquaman. Now, it's perfectly believable that the gullible, teddy bearish, black grim got killed. But what's damn near impossible is Dre getting out of them zip ties. There's no way he would have got out of them zip ties. I don't care how nervous, how scared, how much adrenaline is rushing. You not breaking out of no zip ties is damn near impossible. But Dre, a.k.a. Harry Houdini, made them zip ties look like play handcuffs where you just pull the latch and you free. There's no way you're getting out of them zip ties. They would have really tied them joints tight enough. The circulation to your wrist would have been cut off. And that's it for the ain't no way. Now to predictions. Ghost hasn't killed anyone yet. And there's a few people that he has to get rid of. I definitely 1000% believe that Ghost will kill 2-Bit. In this last episode, Spanky joked that 2-Bit is still wearing Ghost's watch. So you fake robbed him, but you kept his watch. And then you rocking it like it's yours. And then you already talking about you down to kill Ghost. I don't think so. Ghost is going to kill 2-Bit. 
and then he's going to take his watch off his corpse and put it back on his wrist. I think Tariq will kill Spanky. When Tariq showed up at Tommy's crib to pay him a visit, Keisha told him to kick rocks, but she also said to him, I'm holding this gun because I have a reason to watch my back. And yes, she does. She just killed Mozzie. That was Spanky's homeboy. I believe Spanky will make an attempt to kill Keisha and Tariq will intervene and kill Spanky. Dre is on the run after killing Black Grimace. I don't know if Tubin and Spanky going to be able to catch up with him, but I do know somebody that does want to catch up with him, and that's Vincent. Dre killed his godson Carmine after they tried to kidnap him. I believe that Dre will be so distracted by being on the lookout for 2-Bit, Tommy, or Spanky that he'll be completely blind to the fact that there's still Vincent out there looking to avenge Carmine's death. I believe Vincent will kill Dre. Tasha gets a lot of credit for being very strong and not folding under pressure. I think she's going to be very strong again. Dre just gave Tariq a bunch of drugs and he knows that Sax wants ghosts so bad. He can't give him ghosts, but what he can do is put Sax in position to arrest Tariq for selling drugs. I believe that somehow, someway, even though Sax is suspended, Dre doesn't know that. So I believe that Sax will find Tariq and Tasha selling drugs and Tasha will take the rap for Tariq and go to jail for her son. Now, after Keisha avoids death again, she will reconsider relocating to Atlanta. Once Ghost put that check in her pocket, if she didn't want it, she should have ripped it up and tossed it on the floor. But she didn't. She unfolded it, looked at the amount, and walked away. She didn't ball it up or anything like that. Why would she be curious about the amount if she wasn't going to take it at all? This life is not for Keisha. She shouldn't be in it. She shouldn't have cash around it. Cash is still young enough that he can grow up to be a good person. She just said, we remember Tariq when he was little, but he's not the same person he was that we remember, right? So what if the same thing happens with Cash? He gets involved in the game. She don't want that for her son. And Tommy's mother said that. They brought it in for a reason. She was the voice of reason. That's exactly what's going to happen. Keisha's going to take that check and she's going to relocate. Keisha is out of here. I don't believe we've seen the last of Cousin Benny. I believe Cousin Benny is going to find out what Tommy did. And he's going to shake Tommy up real good. I don't know if he's going to kill him, but he is going to do some damage. Cousin Benny do not play around and Tommy knows that. Tommy and Cousin Benny will have a face-off. This one's kind of a stretch. What about a visit from Ghost Holly? Tommy still gets emotional whenever Holly's name is mentioned. And he no longer wears that chain that had the engagement ring from his mother on it. So the only memory that Tommy actually has of Holly is that nice apartment that he killed her in. They're about to leave that apartment and move into that house. How about right before they leave that apartment, Tommy gets a visit from Ghost Holly. As I said before, power is very symmetrical with Tommy and Ghost. Ghost got a visit from Ghost Angela. I can see Tommy getting a visit from Ghost Holly. I know Quentin didn't come in just to appear in one episode. I believe we'll see him again, and I do believe Ghost will put Quentin down. And this is my last prediction. I don't expect any of these predictions to happen all in one episode. I believe they're gonna happen gradually as the season progresses. Ghost keeps going against Councilman Tate's opinions, and he flipped on them when it came to a deal they had. Ghost was supposed to finish off Derek, and Councilman Tate was supposed to get Tariq into Callister. 
Tariq got into Callister, and Derek is still alive. That cannot make Councilman Tate happy at all. Councilman Tate has given the ghost, I want to kill you eyes, a few times in this season. If anybody is to do it, I believe Councilman Tate will take out the homie ghost. And that concludes predictions for the episode 7 recap of Like Father, Like Son. As I asked earlier, please tell your friends about the podcast. And also, don't forget to hit the subscribe button so whenever I release new content, you'll be the first to get it. If you would like to, you can contact the podcast at limitlessepod at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Peace out.